I am so excited about this uh, icebreaker. I can't wait. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully I live up to your standards uh, this week. I have no standards. You're <laughs> setting my standards. So you're living up to your own Aww. standards. It's true. Okay. So why is your character's lowest stat their lowest? In character reason, not because, for example, well, why would a wizard have 16th strength? That doesn't even make sense. So don't be a metagamer. Tell us the in-game reason your stat is the lowest stat. That's really fucking good. That's a really good good opener. That's a solid icebreaker. I'm really excited. I can go first to set an example. You know, in in my life, um, I grew up really, I guess you could say like privileged. (laughs) I I grew up in 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 a wealthier, higher class place. So I didn't really have to lift too many fingers. Um, you know, so everyone kind of did the heavy lifting around me and that let me do whatever I want all the time. So I didn't really, you know, put a lot into my strength. I went more for the quick and, you know, quiet aspects. I figured that would be the best, you know, I'm so bad at words. That would be the best uh, aspect of my life that I could uh, beef up. That was really bad. I'm really bad at these. Uh, I no, that was fantastic. That was, that was good. Come on. It was great. I loved it. Thank you. You know, people ask me what my weakness is, and the truth is I just don't have one, is what I usually say. But really, I have three equal weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, I'm fast and I'm charming, but I'm not about the manual labor. Books bore me, and uh, I don't always make the wisest decisions, but I'm not terrible at any of those things. I just don't really focus too much on them. I, I have three tied for last with a plus one. Yeah. I just noticed that. I've ever its character pages up, and I was like, how the hell are you going to sell three twelves? <laughs> <laughs> if you would have asked me this a couple days ago, I tell you, the thing I'm most lacking in is small, fine things because my hands are so fumbly and a little bit too big for fine detail work. But turns out I'm not very good at interacting with the community. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that, but, you know, it's my first time. I'm trying. (laughs) That's ending with, but... I'm trying. (laughs) And then nothing is the best way to say you have low charisma. (laughs) You know, I I think the part of this that I struggle with the most is my, like, ability to communicate. Like, I know what, I know what to do and to say. Well, I don't know what to say, actually. That's the problem, is I don't know what I should be saying at any point in time. Um, And I really, I... I'm not, I feel like my actions inspire people, but I can't fucking speak a barn. <laughs> Wait, <what>? speak <laughs> a barn? Exactly. Please tell me F is just going to make up sayings because they don't know any. <laughs> Yes, I'm just going to start making up metaphors. And <laughs> just awful. It's going to be great. Give us another one, just like off the dome. <laughs> another another metaphor. Um, can't speak a barn. Uh, don't know which side of the cat I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Wow. Yep, 
Um, I don't either. <laughs> I, <laughs> you should always know which side of the cat you're on. <laughs> That's really <laughs> I'm going to start using that. <laughs> Don't start using that. How's it going, Josh? Oh, you know, it's it's good. It's just been busy and I'm just so swamped. I don't even know what side of the cat I'm on right now. Uh, almost crying. It's good. <laughs> and then you just watch to see, like, if they, if they accidentally like, react. <laughs> and that's how you know which side of the cat they are on. Ah. <laughs> that's, that is... That is a few bushels below a Saturday evening. You're right. It's- <laughs> <laughs> okay, write all these down. I'm gonna I'm gonna make notes right now. Which side of the cat? Does the DM have a lowest stat? <laughs> oh yeah, what's your lowest stat? Time management. <laughs> We've been here for 80 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We can do this for another hour and a half. Yeah. Right? <laughs> say the words short king and there is a hiss as air escapes from the space beyond the door and there's a loud shifting of stone against stone as the wall recedes slightly and then swings open just a little bit what would you like to do i scramble backwards because I'm afraid of the reaction to anything magical. Should I just start saying shit to objects? Do you think they'll react? Is that, am I special? Absolutely, yes, you should do that. I'm gonna pick up, <laughs> pick up a pile of letters, like just papers, and like crumpled them in my hands. I'm like, apple. I wish I was a spellcaster so bad right now so I could like test the education, <laughs> but. <laughs> this is not something I've experienced, correct? No. Yeah, okay. Is it dark down the hallway? Actually, it's not. One detail about the tunnels of Vesper is that open flame is not something that is recommended in areas that are not well ventilated. One thing that you've borrowed from your neighbors, the Tritons, is the use of bioluminescent algae that lives outside of water. They take a little caring for it, but they can be applied to, like, the walls of the stone tunnels and they cast a soft glow. And so you see this soft glow rippling along the walls inside, kind of like leading down a tunnel that curves ahead, maybe about 10, 15 feet, and then to the left. Hmm. Well, are we going then? The um, old implement that I found that I was trying to open the door with, did it just drop to the floor? Yeah. I'm gonna pick that up and then within this kind of museum space, look for anything else that might wield like a short sword or even like a collie, like a fighting stick. The types of things I think you'd find around the Church of the Second Wave, you know, you might find a chisel, right? Okay. Something with a nice sturdy handle, long kind of uh, bezeled edge. Feels weighty enough that it could, you, you know, act as a shiv or a dagger. I mean, we'd probably have a broom or mop or something. Isn't that more your style? 
Not usually, but I make do. I remember you, were you chatting with the broom? Were you doing something to the broom to make it come alive? Like the door? No, I oh. was making fun of you. Oh, all right. Well, that's different. I actually <laughs> feel a little badly now. Um, kind of warming up on, yeah, so. That's, that's good that you feel bad. And it's gone. Clop up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you find a chisel okay. and a shovel. That'll work. Put the shovel in the main hand, chisel in the other. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Well, you can lead us then. You go first. I guess I kind of walked into that. I'll go first. Yeah, he'll go first. Okay. This is my home. Your life is fair to sacrifice. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I'll go second. I'll go third. We'll put Elenil in between and I'll cover the back. You got it. Actually, before we go, should we let uh, what's-his-face outside know we're on a trail of some sort, or keep that to ourselves? No, let's leave him watching the door. I just hope he doesn't think we uh, fled or something. What would he do? <laughs> I think if we leave the hidden door open, they'll get the idea. That's fair. Do you want to roll stealth? Sure. I'll probably be moving stealthily. I yeah. definitely want to roll stealth now. <laughs> 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 little freebie. Six. 18. Oh, natural 20. God, wow. these dice. <laughs> Luckily, my plus five brings me all the way up to seven. Are these like weighted or something? What was your modifier to that stealth? Uh, plus five. Holy shit, okay. <laughs> totally. So it's a 14 average. Leo, do you have minus to stealth? No, it's a zero. Flat roll. He has a minus to dice rolls. Just... <laughs> <laughs> You make your way in cautiously, craning to see around the curve of the wall. These tunnels are old and well-worn from years of use. There's something about them that's different from the burrows where you live. Those are roughly hewn, right? Like they look like they're made with tools. And because you're moving so closely to the walls as you're kind of pressing in, aiming not to be seen. You're able to see that these walls are smooth and they're of different construction. The materials are the same. It's carved from the rock, but it's the construction is different. Is that something I could have come across? It's possible, yeah. I'd actually like everyone to roll a history check. The natural one. Plus four, five. <laughs> 18. Natural 20. 15. Okay, it's very fucking interesting that you got a nat one, Leo, and that you got a nat 20 walker because, Leo, you've been indoors most of your life, right? The only thing you really know are the walls of the church. Mm -hmm. All you notice is that it looks strange, right? It, it looks different. It's older than the 80 years, I guess, old that you are. Did we establish that? You're around 80? Around 80, yeah. And it is different than the construction that you're used to. Walker, man, it's setting off all kinds of bells. It reminds you of the old tunnels of your people that are carved by water against stone. There's a different form of labor that goes into that. When you're carving tunnels and, and hovels out of stone with chisels and, and with tools, and it's got a rough edge. It's never completely smooth. But the water, as it erodes stone, it leaves almost a polish there's a sheen to the stone that you can only get from water over time. So for for our sake as players, does this seem like a natural cave 
that is a little bit too perfectly like set up. It does not seem natural at all. But I, I, like, if you were to look at a cave wall, how it's not worked, but it is smooth, like that's kind of what we're looking at. That's fair. You could definitely say that. Like, if you look at natural erosion from water dripping over time, the surface has that um, veneer. Okay. The way that Vesper's laid out, the tunnels that are kind of below where sea level once was before it receded after the first wave, those tunnels are all carved in a way that is much more like this. Where the church of the second wave sits, these were originally carved by builders with tools. And therefore, none of the construction above that waterline has that sort of organic quality to it. I uh, think this was made by my people long time ago and doesn't make sense though this is it's too high at least any water line i know of in any sort of recent past was a little lower than this and it seems like maybe a church might have been pretty purposeful about its placement if this is here yeah yeah that makes sense so what else do they know that we don't was victor the first curator he was at least in this location he he was the original curator of this display here in the commons Okay. He lived on the surface before that. Does this seem like there's been traffic here, or does it seem like there's like one or two sets of footprints out of here in an otherwise untouched for centuries tunnel? This tunnel does not seem untouched for centuries. In fact, the further you get into it, it's clear it's well used. You find old bedrolls that are discarded off to one side. You find you know, linens that have, you know, aged and, you know, were folded and tucked away and left behind in a hurry. Even a child's toy, perhaps forgotten in a dash. It's not exactly living quarters, but it's clear people stayed here. These were meant to keep people for extended periods of time and that folks may have camped here. The one room of any note is a little more towards the center. And in it, the lichen kind of cascade all across the top of the ceiling. It's a high ceiling and, the, and it's domed and it stretches out across in all directions and the glow as it pulses is brighter than in other areas. And it casts light on a table in the middle of this domed circular room. Upon the table sits a single solitary chess piece. And I recognize it. You do. It's the Short King. I'll go pick it up. Is it the dark piece or light piece? It's dark. Okay. It is jet black. Almost like black glass. Like Almost like obsidian, but very, very smooth and worn from use. It, it's there, there might have been sharper corners to it at one point, but it's been handled and knocked around a little bit. It is a well-used chess set, and it, it's almost almost tumble-polished from use over the almost century of us playing. Like this is this is one of the things that we did from from day one almost, and it is um, something we traded. We we would trade dark and white plays every other game. So this this was not mine or his. It was ours. We always loved the craftsmanship of the dark pieces because they were so clean. The light was um, clear. It was glass. 
sort of in that very smooth glass kind of construction, but the dark was chiseled and, and carved in expertise. I can't remember where he got it from, but um, that was something that we always marveled over was how expertly that was created. Did it look slapdash in being placed there? Like he was taken and kind of left it as a, as a sign? Or was it very like intentionally placed on the table? It was placed in the center of the table, facing the door that you walked through. Okay. Okay. Have you have you have you tried saying short king to the the short king? I try saying short king to the short king. It turns into an actual king. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Shit. It just transforms. <laughs> <laughs> It grows like one inch. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else indicating anything I would recognize in the area? Let's do a group perception check in here. Motherfucker. Why do I always roll so poorly on the things that I'm good at? This is unfortunate. Uh, Ten total. Seven. Nine. Uh, Eighteen. Perhaps because you're all too focused on what's going on with Leo right now. The only person to really notice anything else is Walker, who maybe walking the perimeter of the room definitely notices. The edges of the table, which is round, it's a circular table to kind of match the circular room. Putting a finger down and running it along the edge, there's a little layer of dust that comes up that isn't in the middle of the table. And kind of taking a step back and looking in the light of like, bioluminescence there you can see like a square shape that had draped over the edge of this circular table but left just a little bit of room on each side so this table was used for something and that something sat there for so long that once it was removed left that indentation right where the dust and the wood of the table met Possibly, does it seem like maybe what the size of like the playing board for that type of chess would be? or Much bigger. Much bigger, okay. Like the chess pieces sitting in the middle of a table that could probably hold five or six chess boards. Okay. Right? It's a okay. large table in kind of a large domed room. Something on it. Like a map or something? Possibly. Let's do, um, let's do a wisdom check. Let's do an insight check, uh, Walker. Ten. This room has war room vibes. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Can I check if there's any more well-walked tunnels? All of them seem well-walked. It's kind of like a little network of small rooms and tunnels carved into an uncharted part of the mountain here. I uh, I feel like they were planning something. Only thing I can compare it to is like an old war room back home. I don't know. There's no way to know what, but... If it's linked to what happened yesterday, then they could have planned that. They could be planning something else. I don't even know who they is, but it seems like your buddy might be kind of caught up in it. And by extension, you. Well, that's let's not get it carried away. I don't think I'm responding to that audibly at all. I'm, I'm going to take as much of my concentration as possible and just focus on looking around the room trying to see something. And if you'll allow me, cast Detect Magic. As your friends are trying to puzzle out the purpose of this space, how Alvi and the others might be involved, and what this means for the safety of Vesper, and what this means about your future, 
you're drawn to something that would have been very difficult to detect otherwise. Under the pulse of light from lichen that goes to the floor on one side, the far end of the room from where you came in, there's something that calls to you under there. Your soul gem seems to grow stronger the closer you get to it. Like it's resonating on the same wavelength. Your hand just kind of goes in, and if you were to keep reaching, you feel like there's no resistance. I'll reach a little bit farther, maybe up to the elbow if I can, and look back at the rest of the party and kind of draw attention to myself moving my way into the wall. So, LNL, I think that we should be playing uh, like dog, cat, bird to figure out which direction we should go. You know, like just throw a quick best two out of three, Um, dog, cat, bird, uh, real quick. (laughs) Can I be the bird? <laughs> you throw the bird. You throw, Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, we call that shark whale tuna. Down shark there. whale tuna. <laughs> what beats what in shark whale tuna? Well, whale beats shark. Shark beats tuna, but then the tuna makes the whale sick. So I thought it was that the whale was too slow for the tuna. <laughs> I spent way too much time dreaming up dog, cat, bird. Anyway. (laughs) In that scenario, does the bird beat the dog? Yeah. Never try to yes and a yes ander. Don't do it. (laughs) Jesus. Um, So what's Leo doing? (laughs) uh, He's in the wall. Maybe this is nature's way of saying bye. Or it's the way that we've been looking for this whole time. Why, don't don't just get rid of the robot because you don't like it. I'm going into this wall. If you guys want to follow me, you can. But um, I'm going this way. Uh, Walker like walks backwards and shrugs towards him as as I kind of homer into the wall. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eleanor, you first. I will cautiously walk through. Yeah. See you in there. And I walk also backwards through, making sure nothing is following us. I'm going to let someone else take the reins here. What is it like as you're passing through this wall of lichen? Is it, is it icky? What is it? I think it's uh, it's not super slimy or anything, but there's like a level of residue that's just kind of like perpetually on it that seems like dried salt. So it kind of leaves like almost like a white powder on you as you go through. Um, but for the most part, it's it's like whenever kelp washes up on shore for a while, it doesn't maintain like a slickness and it's almost kind of dry. It kind of cracks where we push through it and maybe makes a little bit more noise than we want, kind of rustles, but it's, it, it almost has more of like a, like the consistency of like crabgrass. We have a very bad feeling about this. It's very weirdly warm. There's like an energy that it gives off. And you realize that energy is coming from a small pocket within the stone, a vein of something, and it shimmers aquamarine. Once you enter, it's not stone anymore. It's it's slick and smooth, like glass. And it's both opaque and translucent at the same time. And the colors that pulse move like fluid through it. And you're just standing in a small room surrounded by the stuff. And it's clear that some of it has been mined out. But what's left is enough that it still gave off the energy that pulled Leo toward it. Is this entire chamber we're in just what's been removed? Is is it that much that's been mined out? Yeah. So it seems like a hefty amount has been mined. It's a good vein of ore 
inside the stone. Yeah. I hold my hand up, holding kind of like an imaginary orb the size of the one that that attacker was holding yesterday. If this much did what it did, I mean, how many more are out there? How many more of them are ticking time bombs like that guy? This could be hundreds, maybe thousands, I don't know. This is basically central to the entire city, right? I guess that's another point. Like this vein is interiorly central to- I was worried about the ones that got taken out, but I guess it's important to worry about the one that's still here too. I like reach up and try to touch it. And I'm like reaching out very kind of hesitantly, but at the same time I feel attracted to it. And so I reach out. It reacts to your touch. It's already kind of shimmering and pulsing with just a very soft glow. It's it's not casting a lot of light, yet it is light. It's strange, and, and like I said, it's otherworldly. As you put your hand against it, there's just kind of like the briefest impression of your hand that falls away from it as it like responds to your touch. And you see your own reflection in the surface. It's smooth, and yet where it's been carved away by tools, it's jagged. It feels powerful. If you've ever put your hand to the bark of an apple tree and felt the power in its roots and in its intention as it grows up, spreads out and bears fruit, it's not dissimilar. It's stone, but it's alive. Um, guys, I, well, people, I think that we shouldn't get caught here because this is definitely not where we want to be right now if someone were to show up. I think that there's something bigger. We think that there's something bigger afoot, but I don't... Anyone else nervous? Yeah. Yeah, I'm nervous. And uh, what I can say is, long time ago, when the second wave happened and violence erupted, my people had something yours didn't. That was weapons that were well-made, people who were trained in them, and it wasn't good for you. And right now your people have something that I don't, I don't want to get caught on the wrong side of a uh, arms race. So, and then I'm going to take the little chisel and I'm going to try and break off a piece of it from where it's already been mined. Oh, you have a chisel. Oh, shit. Son you gave a me a chisel. You specifically <laughs> said chisel. I did give you a chisel. <laughs> you gave me a chisel and a hammer. So I'm hitting the chisel with the hammer. Well, you got a shovel. I mean, a uh, shovel. Is Detect Magic still running? And if so, is there anything specific coming out other than just... The way Detect Magic works is that you typically detect a school of magic. This is magic. There's no school. It is like the purest form of arcane energy, like the arcane soul of the earth. There's just something raw about it. It's unrefined. Okay. Can we just say that I'm, you remember Godot? I have this sneaky little feeling in my shoulders all the way down that like he's gonna show up and we're gonna die here with our brains on the floor. It, they won't be in the floor. Maybe in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't always, but I do agree with you right now. And if I haven't chipped anything off by now, I'll just give up. A sizable chunk of this stuff, enough that like, you know, you hold it in the whole palm of your hand. But I don't. I, I use the little, I have like the bottom half of a tunic. Like I'm mostly shirtless, but there's kind of like almost a skirt aspect to my sure. pants. I'm going to rip that and then I'm going to wrap it in. I don't want to hold it with my hands. Are you... Keeping that secret from us? No, no, I'm doing this in front of everybody, talking about how I'm not going to be caught off guard next time. Gotcha. I'd, I'd like to make the barest of assertions of the thing that I don't want to explain, but can you give that to Elanil? Wait, why, why do you want, 
Why? <laughs> I just, you have to hold it. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, why? <laughs> I Maybe later. And I pull up the cloth. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. No, you you have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I, I, out of everybody to accidentally blow us up, I maybe it, it, I would be. Yeah, I'm going to hang on to this. No, well, I, I. What if you do another one? Why, why are you hanging on to it? Uh, for one, I mined it. And why for... did you mine it? Because Actually. this is clearly powerful. I want to, I need to take this home. I need to figure out what's going on. I'm sorry, but I don't trust you guys to. With great responsibility comes awful, terrible consequences if you don't listen to me, damn it. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. That's the fucking <laughs> saying right there. <laughs> that's a, that's a turn is, of phrase. <laughs> this is my charisma absolutely failing me. <laughs> yeah. Walker, are you taking it to research or are you taking it to use it well i research before use i would assume but i definitely i need to know what this is we need to know what this is and we already saw one guy take out a city block with about this much okay but i'm like 98 sure that eleanor can handle it and i don't think that anyone else can touch it easily or normally without it being a problem why do you think eleanor can handle it uh, because I... If you can use your words and express why in a viable manner, I'll consider it. I don't... You don't. And then I'll no. start walking out of the room with it. <laughs> it has occurred to all of you by now that Is knew you came down here and you've been gone a while. With that knowledge in mind, what would you like to do? I mean, we we came to a dead end, but clearly there's an exit somewhere. Do we keep going? Do we keep exploring? Do we keep trying to find something else, or do we go back? Oh, uh, Walker's like halfway back up the tunnel, but kind of talking back down. Well, if we keep looking, they're going to come in here. So I guess the real question you might want to ask yourself is, are we ready to share this information with the scouts? Do we trust the guy that might eat our brains later? Or do we want to close that door and pretend like we found nothing? Our only lead is Alvi. Right. This is not this is not something I th would have thought possible of Alvi two hours ago. If he was as confused as you say he was, it's possible someone just said, hey, follow me. He knew enough to leave this chess piece. It seemed intentional. That that hallway didn't seem unused. You're right. It was next to his fucking bed. I don't think my friend is who I thought he was. I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to talk to the scouts, but I want to have the upper hand. I say we leave the way we came. We close the door. We say we didn't find anything. And so we kind of know what their intentions are. We can always come back here tonight whenever they're not outside watching. So... If they know that we disappeared from the church, we can show them the hallway. Exactly. But this mine, if we want to call it that. We're on the wrong side of the cat right now. <laughs> Walker kind of tilts his head. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Explain. Well, I mean that we, we can't... There's no way to undo what we've done. And so no matter what the scouts are going to know... Are we placing all of our faith in the scouts? I don't think we should. 
Right. I genuinely think you might be insane, but I'd keep agreeing with you today. <laughs> That's a mark. Ellen Hill, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I trust them. What if we brought the stone to your dad? Yeah, I mean, he's on the council, so... That's, I mean, it's kind of... That feels responsible. Do we want to go to the council and not the scouts? Look, I know you've got some weird thing where you think you need to trust authority and councils, but just because a barnacle's on a fast ship doesn't mean it's a quick swimmer. I'm in hell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in literal hell right now. (laughs) Of my own making. Please take a note of every saying that's made up so we can keep them consistent in the It's campaign. on the record, Josh. Okay, good. <laughs> I want to hear other people use the same ones later. Uh-huh. <laughs> the fast particle was good, though. I thought it made sense. Uh, that's it what like it pisses could be a real me saying. off. Is yeah. like, like, they're actually fucking good, and I have to remember them and use them later. And now I've made the wrong side of the cat work, which is awful. Yeah. <laughs> So no representative from the church has ever been a part of the council, correct? When the council was formed, it was assumed that the church would have a voice in the governance of the city. It was meant to be the dwellers, the builders, the scouts, the future, who were a young sect at the time, and the church, which is the youngest. The church of the second wave was formed upon finding Vesper and beginning to think of building a town charter. and Its ousting from that inner circle was the result of delusions and madness that stemmed from a preoccupation with matters such as this. The reason the church has really been allowed to exist at this point and not really become any kind of problem is that it hasn't done anything of real relevance in 100 years. It's just kind of kept to itself. And you and Alvi have chipped away at your research and the council handles business as it were. And as far as I understood, maybe that's being questioned now, but as far as I understood, Alvi and I were two halves of one curator position. Like we, we worked together from the time I came online as apprentices to jointly taking over Victor's position. So for me to find out that there's anything else going on without me knowing it is one shocking and two almost unbelievable, like some sort of very ingrained betrayal to me because I had felt like everything we did was together. So I'm feeling a lot right now. Um, I'm trying to figure out if there's something higher up within the council that would be connected to this or if it's completely separate and by the sounds of it we didn't have any connection to the council so i'm pro trusting elenil's father as much as the scouts and more than the future uh, that hurts to say i'm gonna pulls up the cloth do we have to trust any of them that's what i'm thinking you seem to think that we have to trust somebody it does feel like we have to make a choice no well, the issue is, is that the scouts know that we've been here. And so it feels as though we now need to make a decision on who or how to relay this information. Walker. Yeah. You mentioned when we first got into that passageway that this seemed like something from your ancestors. Without a doubt. Is there some sort of 
equivalent to the council up here for your people that we could go speak to? And would you trust them with this information? We have a few noble families and a a singular ruling family. A king, if you want to call it that, but it's not thought of that way. More of a general. We could talk to them. I... I trust them like I trust your council, like I trust your scouts. I, I don't know. Everyone has an agenda. I think, I think we're on a path. I think we go to the scouts. And the question is, do we try and keep any of this to ourselves or do we just tell them? I know for a fact that this has no public historical significance to the city. Because this has direct connections to something we have been toiling over for almost a century with no progress. We had that we had that crystal, which is gone now. For almost as long as I can remember, we have been trying to figure out what it is. There's no way all the stuff that's missing right now he could have carried, even if he was in way better health than he let on. There, there's something coordinated here. Things are missing. And it's not just the crystal. Since it's not just the crystal, I feel like someone was maybe, it could have been helping. Like, hey, I know, like if anyone else knew that you had this, maybe they were worried Alvi would get targeted. I don't want to just assume that Alvi left because something bad Happened? Did it? Did anyone else know about the church having this? Since I never really interacted with the public, almost my entire life would have been within the areas of study, because that's where I would have taken my centuries rest. But that means almost never was there a time when that area was unguarded. So I'd think any time someone else was under there, I would know about it. But also, it was probably benefactors in some way or another. Benefactors. We have benefactors. The money. Follow the money. We had some noble families that would donate because they enjoyed coming and seeing the history. But we had a large, important benefactor that I never met. And it made up a large portion of our funds. I just pointed LNL money. <laughs> was LNL's family any sort of benefactor? I don't think you know. Okay. Alvi always handled the politics, the negotiations for things, right? Permits and anything involving the public was kind of Alvi's domain. You might have questioned at some point, like, nobody ever comes to the church. How are we able to survive? Why do we even bother trying to get people to come here when clearly we're able to make it? work without them, what's the point, right? To which Alvi would have reminded you that a copper coin does not a rich man make. We ask questions for curiosity's sake. As you round the long curve that leads to the secret entrance to this underground network of tunnels and step into the hallway that leads both to Albie's private quarters and your private study, you hear the click of heels. Fuck, it's the tentacle guy. It's the tentacle guy. It's the tentacle guy. If I feel like there's time 
between what I'm hearing and like how far away they are and being able to close that tunnel door, I would try to. You shut the door behind you just before Godot appears. Hello, Inspector. I see you're still together. Fascinating. Forgive me. Leo, did you find Alvi? Is he okay? I haven't found him. He is not well, and I'm scared that he's... If he's not here, he's dead somewhere. Believe me when I say I understand. If Alvi is alive, we will find him. Yes is a highly trained agent of ours. Uh, he's been on the job not quite as long as some, but... He was sleeping on the job. He was sleeping. Walker, you saw him sleeping, right? Yeah, he was... He was full on asleep. It was a very long night. I myself have not rested. However, this is an oversight that must be rectified. I want you to... And he pulls out his notebook, hands it to you, and says, Would you mind writing down for me? Anything you know about Alvi. Physical description, of course, I, I think I remember what he looks like. Places he might have liked to go. I understand he didn't leave here very often, but anything at all you can think of that might lead us to him, please. Um, given that I am constantly making very detailed notes on historical things, I would think I'd be pretty good at making illustrations as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I will draw <laughs> as detailed of a picture as I quickly can of Elvi. And then uh, mentioned that the only time he ever left was during the yearly festival where he tried to find people to come visit. So while he leaves you to that, he turns back to the rest and says, I must say, while I understand how this concerns Leo, I am surprised to see the three of you here. Well, you kind of threatened us. No, no, no. I, I hoped you didn't take that as a threat. I... Genuinely olive branch, as they say. I don't know what olives are, but... Apple branch. An apple branch. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't want anything to happen to Leo or you or anyone. I think we're all here for our own reasons, but it all kind of boils down to one, a place of wanting to protect the people around, and for me, I just know sheer curiosity. Inspector, will you meet me in the study? Uh... And very intentionally... I'm asking this as a means to try to determine if he has a sense of confidence within the space, if he knows where he's going, or if he feels like he needs to follow me to get there. Wow. Okay. Smart. <laughs> Paranoia. I was like trying to feel out what it was without implying anything, and that is some sharp detective work from... I'm going to give you inspiration for that. <laughs> a great use of D&D mechanics. All right. So I think it's fair for all of you to roll for that. It's going to be, I think, perception. It's like a wisdom check or insight. If you want to roll either perception or insight, play to your strengths. I'm most certainly rolling insight. Perception is, is the only one with a bonus for me. So, Oh, my God. Insight or perception? Yeah, because I think it could be like a, noticing things about him or getting a sense of how he is in the space, right? Like both rely on wisdom, but I think either one works. 17. 15. 21. 7. <laughs> 7. This is what I'm good at. 
just to fast track things a little bit, we'll say that you're discussing the events of the day, maybe recounting some things, discussing a little bit of why you guys are here. He listens with rapt attention, making notes now, looking at this fine picture of Alvi that you sketched and your notes. He flips it over and continues to scroll in his little notebook. And at no time does he exhibit any kind of behavior that seems suspicious. You don't get the sense he's ever been here and definitely doesn't seem like he's hiding anything. If anything, he's trying to soak up every word that you guys are feeding him. Okay. Now, at any point in your discussion with Godot, I'm assuming he's asking you a lot of questions as well. I'm assuming none of you tell him anything about the chunk of glass you have in your hands and about finding the secret door and all of that. I'm panicking internally. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying pretty quiet through the whole thing, and I'm kind of off in a corner, and I have the chunk in my bag, but I'm not saying anything about it. Ella? I'm staying super quiet because I know I'll probably mess something up if I speak. You're so much better at speaking than I am. How could you mess something up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Definitely not saying anything. Definitely, definitely not. For sure not. He listens, asks a few questions here and there, tries to get the facts, Flips his notebook shut, tucks it back into his overcoat, and looks sincerely at Elio and says, I know how difficult it is to lose a friend. Wherever he is, Leo, and he puts a hand on your shoulder and says, we'll bring him home. Okay. As I mentioned, I have work for you, and part of the deal is that you get the full experience of being inducted into the scout's I'm also just now realizing that I've been walking around the church without my eyes covered and I'm freaking the fuck out all of a sudden because I <laughs> was very, very afraid upon entry and then I'm realizing it's probably not as big of a deal. I just say yes. I'm in. I think it's the best way to keep us all safe and clear our names. So, yeah. If I go with you, am I, am I free to move about the city, so to speak? I'd say, Walker, you're probably more free than you've been in a long time. I've already put in a word with uh, customs that if you accept your uh, weapons, they'll be waiting for you at, back at our headquarters. Walker, like, slaps the wall. God's damn, man. Lead with that. <laughs> I would have said yes in the room. <laughs> well, I had to keep an ace up my sleeve, as it were. I, I've, I've come up here, and I feel like like a cat in handcuffs. <laughs> I can't, dude. I can't. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, man, that's I'm what so... they say whenever everyone, all the Tritons say that. It's uh, <laughs> just a thing. <laughs> no, the and Tritons don't say that. I picked that up up here. This is your guys' speech. <laughs> Ella, I understand that you're quite skilled in archery. I'm assuming you like your bow to be available as well? Definitely, I would like that. Are either of the two of you highly skilled in deadly instruments? My hands. Oh, the hands. Yes, right. These hands are made for picking apples and kicking ass. And he's all out of apples. And there's no ass in front of me, so I don't know what to do with my hands. Next time we do that, <laughs> just leave out the last part. It's going to be really cool. Damn it. All right. It's Next interesting time. you say all out of apples because... Um, <laughs> interesting report came across my desk today about some missing apples. We apparently, a whole carton of apples is just, uh, they, at first they said it was a bushel and then they said, no, it's way more than a bushel. And <laughs> Three bushels. Because <laughs> that's what's in a barrel, right? First they said it was a kilo and then they said it was a bushel. And yeah, there's a lot of discrepancies in the reporting. But uh, now as far as Is is concerned, you said 
there'll have to be some sort of punishment. You don't mean, and I move my hands like tentacles <laughs> over his brain. Do you? For the listeners at home, Josh kind of like uh, crawled his fingers up over like the front of his forehead, like oh, man. tentacles sucking out his brains. It was uh, evocative. Uh, he rolls his eyes and sighs and says, that, that's never going to end, is it? This is this is friendly banter. <laughs> he's learning. I My see. God, he's learning. I was afraid, but now I'm laughing. <laughs> I think I'm going to stay here. You guys can come find me tomorrow, or I'll come find you tomorrow, but for the night, I'm going to stay here and just make sure nothing comes through that wall. The four of you discuss next steps and trepidatiously part ways to, I guess, mentally and emotionally prepare yourself for whatever challenge lies ahead. You tell Godot you'll meet at his headquarters on the surface the following day. He thanks you, assures you again that he'll do everything in his power to find any lead on where Alvi's gone. He makes his leave, as do the rest, and Leo, you maybe go about tidying up around the church and then eventually rest where you normally wouldn't. There's a place where you can sit in Alvi's quarters, and with the door open, you can see directly into the hallway where the wall hides a secret entrance to the tunnels beyond. You've got the little chess piece, turn it over in your hand and roll a perception check for me. Perception plus two. Six. The night passes without any disturbance, and in the morning, without any other lead or any other information, you realize that your friends will probably be waiting for you on the surface, and with your little brooch pinned to your robes, you make your way out, lock up behind you, and as you make your way through the city, I imagine you'd be deeply longing for answers at this point, and without them, walk the stairs up the side of the cliff face looking out over the fjord below as the sun rises. The sounds of the city become background ambience. They sort of fade into your mind as you're trying to puzzle out whether or not this chess piece means anything. There's something about it you can't put your finger on and you feel like if you think about it deeply enough, just like any other mystery you've helped uncover for the last 80 years, maybe the facts are there. and You just need to put them together. And before you know it, you're standing in the middle of a busy plaza between several businesses that are made from timber, constructed like a normal house, not a hovel. You're looking around at the bluffs, a beautiful seaside village, similar in some ways to the city below, but it's obvious all four of you come from very different worlds. You walk past little carts, lining some of the streets, beautiful gardens that have been well-maintained, flowers you didn't know existed and may have been cultivated from seeds kept for centuries in the heart of the mountain where your people before this time laid hidden. You see your companions. Walker, no swords at his side yet, maybe impatiently tapping his feet. Ella, no longer trying to maintain a disguise. Now it seems she's let her hair down, so to speak. And you see F, nervous as ever, but perhaps 
a bit more determined, having come to terms with this next leg of the adventure, the uncertainty and the determination are all mingling together to form just this air of excitement. As the four of you walk across a small bridge that goes over a stream to the Strategic Coastal Observatory and Undersea Trust, AKA Scout. Catacomb Party is Mathar DeLeon as the DM, PJ Heller as Leo Feldman, Leslie Ray as Ellen L. Valen, Joshua Ramsey as Walker Omeron, and Crossland Shaw as F, aka The Future. The show is a production of Atomic Pylon Media. Our intro theme was composed by Mathar, and the track you're hearing now is Disarray by Autohacker. This episode was mixed by Jeremy Tuttle and was edited by Crossland and Mathar. Our cover art was illustrated by Leslie Ray. You can support the show by following at Catacomb Party on Instagram and Twitter, and on your favorite podcast platform. If you want to leave us a five-star review on Apple, and I think you can do that on Spotify too, it'll help us a ton with reaching more listeners like yourself. Our Discord server is, well, pretty sleepy at the moment, but you can change that. Maybe you want to come over and share some fan art or swap theories about who's really behind this mystery. You could share some Apple memes, I guess, or maybe even place bets on whether or not Godot's going to eat the party's brains. All of these dreams are possible if you just click the link in the show notes. It's free. That's it for the party this week, but stay tuned to find out what happens on the first day of scout training. Spoiler alert, it goes decidedly off the rails, and we cannot wait to share it with you. And speaking of you, just want to say thanks for all the love and engagement that we've gotten from these first few episodes. I mean, we're having a great time no matter what, but it means a lot to know that others are digging it as well, so... Thanks for sticking around. Now, uh, why don't you just get out? Did we just join S.H.I.E.L.D.? It seems like it. Yes. <laughs> Godot walks in and he's like, there was an idea. <laughs> he says motherfucker a bunch of times. Telecom <laughs> 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 <laughs>